dirty but whole. So basically it's putting that little bit of a residue and like they might turn a little bit white too depending on how much you put on them. What is that you're putting on? Dry hands. And it just keeps you from slipping I guess? <laughs> Maybe they can sponsor me too. Yeah. Um, it's a, a shot. product that basically goes hey. in your hands and helps absorb some of the sweat. Oh, that, no, I wasn't want you. <laughs> One of the products. Perfect. Um, and I'll kind of absorb some of the sweat and make it so you're not getting that slipperiness as much. Uh, okay. um, there's a whole bunch of different products that people use on holes. Um, this one's my favorite so far. And it works? Um, yeah. Just it's gonna, all, more importantly, is it going to hold Ramsey up? Yes. Okay. Well, the reason I like this one is because it helps you grip, but you can still spin with it. Because oh. some of them are yeah. too tacky, and you can't, yeah. like, when you put it on, you get stuck. Yeah. So, I like this, and then the other two points, um, got some weird stuff. It's like vegetable glycerin and some other words that I can't pronounce. Um, um, is there a weight limit on the pole? Just Rams is a big dude, but that so. thing's gonna be good. No, we have students that are like yeah, as big. Or I think it should be. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I have a student that's like pushing my ghost. I wouldn't do some of like the crazier, harder moves. Right. But I still wouldn't do them on this one. Um, Just because like, well, there's ceiling height and fan issues. Like I'm still gonna. I have a light that I want to switch that out for. So All right. So since Rams is a beginner, what are we gonna? What are you gonna start so with? So we're gonna start with. Ramsey, move in a little bit. So, baseball grip, thumb all the way around the pole, also known as a handshake grip, um, is your regular go-to. Three spots you reach for, one's up top, two's chest height, and then three's a reverse grab at the bottom. Um, if we use any of those, those we'll keep doing them, I'll kind of keep explaining it. Um, so, we want to start with your basic climb. Um, I think actually... Get some knee. I might be able to get you in the side climb first because I like those a little bit better. So we have a little bit of knee, the back of your knee action happening. Ramsey, you got this? So to start with, we're going to do a ballerina hook. You're going to bring your inside leg, the one closer to the pole, up, hooking your knee pit on the back of the pole. Your knee pit. Knee pit. I hate that word, but I use it all the time. So once you're in that knee pit, you're going to squeeze and tip it down a little bit so you're getting a really good grip in between your thigh and your calf. Grab it on the pole, you want to sink down into it. So you're kind of sitting, so your butt and your foot are even. Your outside arm's going to hang up. So you're sinking down. Here you can just kind of start lifting up your foot, see how your grip is. If you feel good about it, the foot that's on the ground is going to come up into a tiny tuck ball, pushing your ankle one way and your knee the other. So just hang up. <laughs> no, no way. Deal. He's not doing it. You think so? I don't, I don't think so. That. I don't know. So it's, I mean, you can kind of hold yourself up in your do we need? Do we need to use some of that stuff on the back of his knee pit? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see how, how sticky it is. Is it a fresh tattoo from Tampa? So, yeah. what you want to think about is bring the foot that you're standing on closer into the pole so that way you can get the leg oh, on the pole oh. higher. That way you're your not hips don't, <laughs> don't work if it's like hopped out to sideways, especially if you're not as flexible. That way you're not doing it. Like, shorts. No. Just take off the pants. You got boxes <laughs> so on. You have just some cute underwear on the head. <laughs> They're actually really worn down. If I might be some extra holes. Okay. Yeah. I'm from something. I know. I should have, I should have prepared for this better. Mm. All right. So good luck. On. Now sink your butt lower. So you're sinking down. Yeah. So you can pretty much hold on with your hands. Oh. So I think about bringing your back foot as you bring it up behind. So instead of bringing it forward. With pull, there's always like a push pull concept where something's going to be pushing one way, something's going to be pushing other. Pull stationary in the middle. Yeah. So it helps you hold on. So for this one, your top leg is pushing backwards. 
your bottom foot is going to push forwards. And technically, I mean, you can just hang on with your hands, too. So if you feel like your legs are slipping more, just squeeze harder in your hands. That's crazy. <laughs> Do you have any... I feel like I have some instant bruising. Do you have any little yeah, skin type things we can put on them? <laughs> Do you have any I don't think I fit. <laughs> I can squeeze it. <laughs> Give it another try, man. I don't know. Do you if I have any, like, shorts or anything that would even work? I don't I'll take some leggings. <laughs> get, get that skin on there. See, so like, the yeah, like, so that's the problem. Like you're gonna have you're gonna have issues with it with pants on. Well, if you can't do it, you you want to. Let's try the forward one instead. Yeah. You have a little bit. You have knee exposed, so it'll be okay. So for this one, a couple things I'm gonna go over first. Foot flex pushing one way, knees pushing the opposite way. So that's where your pushes. You want to find a sweet spot in between your knee bones. Is a little divot. That's gonna be your sweet spot. Um, at some point, you'll probably end up pushing past the pole. So learning how to use your hip using your ankle, using your abs to push yourself back to realign. So the first part that you're going to do is squat. Jumping will not work. It doesn't get you higher in pull. It just brings you lower because gravity will win. So knees pushing one way, foot flexing the other. You're going to bring your hand up, bring your other hand up. Think about a squat. And that was mostly with your knee, right? That's pretty much all leg. So you got that one? Simple. <laughs> <laughs> And after he tries this one, is there something that you could just demonstrate quickly to show people just yeah. something cool? And then we All can right. get back. So bring your foot up. Yep. You want to bring your knee a little bit higher than your hip. So bring your knee. <laughs> so you're pushing this way and flexing that way. Think about squatting. So bring your hands up as high as you can reach. And then try to squat upwards get your face above your hands. Get it, get it, get it. Come on, on. you got it. <laughs> Might have a career. So this is your starting leg. Your shin mount is going to help you get up and on it. Your other foot's going to come around the front side. Ankle ball pushes one way, knee pushes the other. So you're suction cupping your calf to the pole. Um, if you want to try it on the floor first, you can go down into a high toe, come into a chair sit, and bring your other one in. It's all knees. So try that first, and then we'll try it off the pole. It's like skating tricks, like this is not chair sit. <laughs> is this switch or regular? It's a switch uh, chair sit. Well, technically, we like doing things to both sides. But you do have Even a though difference. You're, well, you're obviously going to have one better than the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of like right now, it's not going to make a difference. So you could be goofy. Yeah, I'm goofy oh, in so general. Well. <laughs> and, uh, like when I snowboard and stuff, I'm goofy. But Wait. so go up on your high toe. Yep. And then toe. sit down and do a little chair sit. So your weight is going to be held with your top arm. Yep. Bring your other foot around in front. So squeeze the crap out of your knees. That is going to be how you're holding on. Yeah, in the back face too. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, no, no. when you're doing it on the pole, you're going to use this one first. Make sure you bring your other one all the way around in front. Really, really, really clamping the crap out of your knees. All right. All right, Ramsey. Make this happen, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> You can do it. I have faith. It's partly because your pants, man. If you have the proper gear on, I feel like you'd be upside <laughs> down. Yeah. Hey, we got a pull at our house, so uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to make such big claims because now that you've got the lesson, we can take it home no, and see what you learned. 
It's screwed in on a slit, so I don't want to break that one. This one looks, <laughs> come on now. It's screwed so into a, 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 a crossbeam. Right. Top bar is holding your weight, so make sure it's up really high so you can kind of like sink down and do it. Yep. Got it, right? Bring right. your leg around in front, squeeze the crap out of your knees. Squeeze it. did it. Squeeze. You did yes. It. Let go of the arms. Let go of the arms. <laughs> so when you went up too much in your thighs, that's why you can't hold it. Even as you squat upwards, you want to keep it at the pivot point in your knee. So it's not going to come into my thigh. I'm just gonna keep it in my knee as I pivot. She makes it look way too easy. Do you want to show us some stuff? Just real quick. You don't have to get anything too crazy. That may not warmed up, but just something so the people out there can see. Sorry. A couple tricks. Ramsey already sweating, dude. Are you all right? (laughs) You got a towel or something? Pause. No joke. Holy shit. My legs hurt. She looks just like you were doing it, Ramsey. Look at that. Same. Remember I told you she could do that? And everyone's like, what did, what did you mean? Wow. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That was awesome. I was trying to work that. All right, let me teach you spin. All right. Yeah. Right. You don't need to hold on for it. So um, the concept of spinning and the whole idea is you want to, again, angles. So your feet are going to be closer to the pole than your hips are, and your hand needs to stay above your head. So that way you have a good triangle angle to kind of pull. Um, the first spin that I always teach people is a step around. Two steps to it. So the first step, I always start next to my pole. I step with my inside leg first, about a hip's distance away from the pole. If the pole is like a clock, like a quarter, extend. Because <laughs> you want to have your hips further away. Then I'm going to reach out. I can high five you on the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And land back where you started. And I've been teaching it, I've been telling people, like, high five people far away from them. Because a lot of times people try to just, like, come in on it, and it's too close. Yeah. So it's inside leg, step extend, reach out, 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 land back where you started. You got that. Let your ribs kind of pull you around to get the work. That's not really, like, you don't have to climb the pole, you just gotta... So inside leg, step first. What? Yeah. To about here. He's very graceful, I think he's got yes. step And then there. extend all the way out. Yep. And then reach out, 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 high five me. Nice. And then land. I saw Woo! Graceful. I told you. Told you it was graceful. So you gotta feel how the momentum comes from this out, and your ribs are kind of, ooh, pulling you around. Can you try, can you try where you, when you come around, you don't let your feet touch like she just did? So, floating it. Yeah, floating. The idea is, and this is all on my shoulders, so instead of like dangling on a dead arm, I'm pulling up into my shoulder for stabilization, basically. It'll help not throw your shoulder out and give you more body control. Yeah. So I'm taking my still inside step foot, extend. I'm going to reach up <laughs> and around. All you got to do is have some muscles in your arm, right? So it's, it's a little, do do this. So try to pull down into your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. That's the feeling that you want to do. So as you go into it, you're going to pull into that. So step inside foot, extend. Step it, and then extend your body away. Yep. Hold it up. Hold it up. Uh, <laughs> hold it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can still do two and step Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like a lot of pull people get crazy uh, shoulder problems, rotator cuff issues, just because there's a lot of stuff that you're just doing on your shoulders. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty intense though. <laughs> All right, you guys want to get into the, yeah. the sitting part? All right, what's up? We're back with another Shetler show. Today we have Star. Hello. Samantha um, Star. Samantha Star, sorry. <laughs> um, and she is the what's your what's the title you won in 2012? Um, I won two titles. Okay. Uh, the first one was I placed third 
in the first competition uh, that I submitted to, it was uh, the Great Midwest Pole Dancing Competition. Sweet. It was outside of Chicago, um, and I placed third in the National Elite Division. Yeah, and then awesome. the second one that I was in this year was um, American Pole Fitness Association. Yeah, that was the one. That and I got my own title, which was Athlete of the Year. Wow, that's a, that seems like so, a big deal. It's that's pretty cool. I got a trophy and a medal. Sick. I saw the medal on, I think, your Facebook or Instagram. Or, it looks really cool. I uh, like, um, yeah, I have, the, that one I got engraved, or they engraved it for me with my name. The Sick. other one I need to still do and get engraved. Mm-hmm. But. It's funny because in skateboarding we have uh, Skater of the Year. So yeah. it's part of the same thing. It's like well, whoever works the hardest and is like the most. The, the one who did the most, like, most productive stuff. There's so many different uh, competitions, though. Yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy um, to which ones kind of almost matter more than others. Yeah. yeah. And have more pull than others. So there's there's so many. And I'm already starting to uh, think about next year's season, or this year's, 2013. Yeah. Um, it's January. <laughs> um, to start thinking about this season, that I just registered for uh, the Atlantic Pole Competition, or Championship. Um, that's going to be in Virginia in May. Wow. Um, and I'm doing the uh, level four for that, which is the highest level that they have. And um, if I place in that competition, I'll be eligible for nationals, Damn. which is kind of exciting. So um, that'll be cool. And then I'm also thinking about trying to submit for NAPA, which is a national aerial pole art. Damn, um, there's, and a lot of there's a million competitions. Wow, that's really um, cool. And then I'm thinking about also submitting again to the Midwest one that I placed third in because I want to see if I do a little better. Second, first this time? Uh, maybe. We'll see what happens. And maybe we can get Ramsey some more lessons and get him There you go. There are a lot of guys. Well, not a lot, but there are definitely some really amazing men that pole dance. My girl showed me a video of some dude just like I'm a little jealous of guys because you have broader shoulders. Just the way that your skeletal system and muscles are built. Yeah. So you're able to actually press and hold a lot harder moves. Um, not us. Not, well, men you men could men. if you trained. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's also a Chinese pole, which is mostly male-dominant. I noticed that. Um, My girl told me there's different types of poles. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch. So our poles are generally brass. Well, hold on. Before we get into it, I'll Sorry. Do, go go response quick. Because I want to hear all this, but i got to get it out of the way. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah. We hooked up uh, Samantha Star with the Olo clip today. Are we definitely uh, taking some pictures? Yeah. These are awesome. They're so cool. Yeah. They're just like... I, you just throw them in your pocket every time you leave the house, and you see like a awesome insect. You can get the macro and get like... So much detail. I'm coming for the fish eye. Yeah, it turns your phone into like a legit camera. And if you're filming tricks on your pole, this is like pretty perfect for it. Oh, yeah, no, I think it'll be really neat. We might have to uh, talk with Ken at Old Oak Clip and see if he can work with you guys. What's up, Kitty? How did get in there? The cat does. Oh, she busted in. Hi, baby. <laughs> that sounds great. All our podcasts either have dogs or, and now cats. Sure. Um, also, another sponsor of the show is Solstice Skate Shop in New Bedford, Mass. Um, JV, one of the best dudes. I plug into every podcast, so you guys know what Solstice is by now, but skater own, skater run, legit skate shop the way it should be. Anything to say about Solstice? They're awesome. That's it? That's all you can muster up? It's my favorite place in New Bedford. For sure. That and no problemo. Uh-huh. They're awesome. Go get some Mexican food. It's right, there, right next there. door. Yeah, right next door. World Industry Skateboards, um, check out the website. We got tons of new graphics. The shoes are killing it. Everything about World is just on fire right now. Like, I'm so hyped to be involved with them. And uh, 2013 is going to be a huge year for World. 
we got Ramsey Team Chef. They're going to bring him on, and he basically cooks at our demos and does trick tips on how Wait, to cook. I didn't and know stuff. you were cooking. Hold, hold, on, hold yeah. on a second. Ramsey can cook, man. He's, if you look on YouTube, he has a video out right now uh, how to make eggnog for the holidays. We can show you after for sure. Nice. Um, and then, so we got Solstice. Oh, All I Need Apparel, which is my skate brand. Finish. I got a cool, we got a good rad team. Corey Goonan, Billy Drown, John McCoy, uh, Jacob Hammond. And, uh, yeah, check out the website, buy some product. Everything that, uh, all the money goes right back into rebuilding, uh, the team and sending them to competition and just supporting skateboarding. So, it's legit. So, back that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's the sponsors, right? We got Solstice, World, Olo Clip, and All I Need. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. So now on to Star. But before we do, I got... I was say, I'm like in the middle of Instagramming that picture. Oh, no, go, please. That would be awesome. Make sure you tag me and all I that I know, that's stuff. what I was going to do. I actually got a text from my buddy Dale, like, just a moment ago, Ramsey. And he said, I'm coming after Ramsey for the Team Chef title. Uh-oh. Bring it. Bring it? Is that a cook-off yes. happening? You heard that, Dale. Yeah, we're going to have a cook-off. I know, he's like a real legit chef. He works in a restaurant. Yeah, stuff. yeah. You should do it. He's like, a sous-chef uh, right now. A right. Chef America style, where like you get an hour and one secret ingredient, <laughs> and then you have to fucking. Just it's going down. down. I'm down. It's going down. down. Let's have a cook off. See, see what you can make with, with the same ingredient. What is it? What should it be? Burgers? Should we give you the advantage and make it burgers? Because I feel like you have the title for the burger. You no, I mean, no, no. Then I don't want. I don't want an advantage. All right, all right. We'll figure it out. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out for sure. I never met Dale. Not Dale's class act. What's up, Dale? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. He basically just challenged me to a fight. Yeah, he did. A slap off. A food off, for sure. I mean, you can't blame him. He wants a shot at you. What's your Instagram? Take yourself in. Oh, sure. Because I'm not friends with you yet, so it won't pop up. (laughs) All right, so we started kind of talking about competitions in uh, Pole. And uh, what I really want to talk about is, like, where the industry is. Like, I know in skating, it's like some people are, like, strictly contest skaters. Some people are kind of like what I do, you film video parts, and you just kind of like, um, oh, the cat's freaking out, always getting a ladybug, she's crazy, um, yeah, so, I mean, I do contests too, but that's not my bread and butter, like, I mean, I film video parts, and I shoot photos for interviews, and basically just stay relevant by having a lot of content, well, that's the thing, everybody's a little bit different, um, I'm trying to break into the competition world, just because I like being on stage, competitive, being competitive, but also being competitive with myself, yeah, exactly, because, Building a routine makes you a better person. Oh, you're, you want to film a video part then. That's kind of how it is with us. Like, you always want to film a video part and then put it out and see what people like it. And then you kind of want to outdo yourself with your next yeah. video part. It's yeah. kind of like your art. Well, I, do this, I do post some videos too. I have a YouTube channel. Oh, um, what is your YouTube channel? It's uh, Samantha Star Cole Fit okay, is cool. the username. Um, and I post videos of like tricks that I'm working on and um, my competition pieces and routines and things that I've done. So you learn tricks and then you piece them together for your routine and, yep. and it flows like, yep. as a video part basically. Yep. Yeah, okay. um, we do like individual tricks and then combos, yep. just putting tricks together and then you have different transitions as well because there's always multiple ways of getting in and out of that one trick. Yeah. And everybody's going to do it a little bit differently so it's interesting too to see. Sounds just it's like the same as it's, it's pretty just, much the same as awesome, it's yeah. just we have a different apparatus. Ours is tall and vertical, and yours attaches to your well, not attaches, but yeah. you stand on it more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's trying to figure out how I can put harder elements than other people can together, and then make them look effortless, and then also uh, 
the part that I have a hard time working on is floor work transitions because a lot of people will do. And what's that exactly? Basically, you, well, for competitions, yeah. um, you end up having two poles. Generally, one stationary and one spin. The the pole itself spins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's different elements that you can do on each pole yeah. because there's different things you can do on a spin and different things you can do on a stationary. So it kind of shows how much more versatile you are. Okay. And then also how to get from pole to pole. Oh, um, so that's the floor work? Yeah, floor work. Um, a lot Is that of, kind of just dancing? Well, I don't do dancing. Okay. Um, <laughs> a lot of people who have more of like a contemporary or a jazz background or a Latin background with dance movements will yeah. do put those elements in as they transition from uh, pole to pole. For me, I'm a little bit more gymnastics style, I guess. So I do a lot of handstands. Oh, so you do <laughs> so handstands? I do like handstands and uh, shoulder rolls and backwards rolls. And for me, that's more of a transition work. Is there any like correct way to do it? Or is it just like... There isn't There isn't a correct way. So it's like skating. It's yeah. pretty much your own style. It's your own you style, your own flow. There's definitely different elements that some people put will use in general like, yeah. across the bat. But um, that's the... Interesting thing is that my style is going to be different than somebody else's style. Yeah. But then that makes it a little difficult to judge it sometimes. Because it's the same. Yeah, it's like time. what... For different competitions, too, like some competitions will have mandatory elements and some won't. Yeah. And so then it's... That's one of the things um, that the industry in general is trying to figure out a better judging system. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of starting to be based a little bit more on like gymnastics and ice skating um, to some extent with elements and like what... You either deduct or add for different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, each competition is so different from the other. Yeah. Um, I mean, the two competitions that I did, the first one had five required elements that we had to do, and we had to write them down in order and send them off before we did it. Yeah. And we were docked points if they were in order or were how long it really? done like that. So you had to send like an audition. Yeah. Well, no, we I, for that one I actually um, sent a submission to get into it in the first oh, okay, place. Okay. This is more just when the judges know what to look for okay. in the routine while it's happening. So it seems kind of like, you got to like pay attention. Like for skateboarding, you just sign up to a contest and you're like, I'm going to go fucking yeah. skateboarding. Well, like no some, of them, some of them are like that. So the Pacific Pole um, Championship started last year. Um, and it's the one that's expanding. There's now four divisions. There's Pacific, Atlantic, uh, Southern, and Central. Yeah. And... You don't have to audition or send in a submission tape. You just send in your fee and you show up. What is what is the fee? Uh, like it depends point? again for what level you're doing and if you're competing multiple categories. And what levels is it? Beginner, intermediate. Um, yep, there's beginner, intermediate, all the way to advanced. There's also age divisions. Oh, cool. Um, so some of the competitions will have um, a mega masters division. So it's like an over forty. Yeah, yeah, we do have skating and stuff like that too. Yeah. So it's it depending on what your region is, what your level is, what your age, like everything like that. But there's also for the Atlantic competition, there's the championship round, which is what I'm doing because I want to possibly get into nationals. Yeah. But there's um, an artistic section, there's a dramatic section, and then there's a showcase. Oh, sick. That is just kind of a free for all. Yeah. So it really is a little bit of everything for everybody, depending on what you want to do. And there's also doubles and groups. That would be funny if they did that in skateboarding, like if they did doubles and That would be, you should totally do like a, like a synchronized skate routine. Like me and Westgate out there just like doing Do it, make a video. That would be awesome. I don't think synchronized they, 
Skateboarding. With skateboarders, I don't think you can organize that much. It wouldn't <laughs> work. Like, someone would light something on fire. Oh, and then... Dude, that'll <laughs> work too, though. Um, I wanted to kind of figure out how you how you knew this was something you wanted to do. Like, when you first started, like, how did you how did you get into pole dancing, like, and then realize this is something you like to do? Um, seems... I don't like to do anything. Oh, right. So, for me, it was one of those, like, I don't know what I want to do. And Paul kind of fell into my lap, I guess. I feel like she'd be a great skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like a I did skateboard a little bit when I was a kid. I really? wasn't any good. I, but I used it for, like, transportation. Because every skateboard story is like, I didn't really want to do anything but skate. So yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where, like, I kind of did pole, and it was like, I enjoyed it. I love it. And then I didn't realize that I could make it a career. I just kind of was doing it and... Uh, when I started teaching, everything changed. Yeah. Everything changed. Um, how and what I was doing changed because of having to break things down to explain it to somebody made m- more sense to me. And that's kind of when I realized that I was good at it. Do you feel like you learn that you learn faster or even more thoroughly when you break it down? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, you have, you have to. to re-examine it's, well, stuff. it's all about building blocks, too. And why can I do this move and you can't? Yeah, yeah. So let me figure out what elements you're missing, give you six exercises to do to build up the strength for those elements, piece them back together, and in three weeks you might be able to do the move. Yeah. So for me, I get that. Not everybody can break it down and understand how. Um, and I realized that it was something that I was really good at. Yeah. And explaining things to people and getting people to do it. And yeah. by teaching, it made me a better pole dancer too because I realized why I was doing things a little bit more and focused on that and also just as you teach because you're teaching usually a lot easier classes you're building your building blocks yeah. and your fundamentals and getting out yeah, of I can do so can. much stuff in my sleep and people are always like oh you make it look so easy and it's usually by the time they say that I've done it six times Yeah, yeah and that's why yeah. and it's that whole like the more you do yeah. no, it's very true. Practice makes and it's, no it is with everything yeah well, because you have to hit, so you have to hit a certain level of uh, hours. Basically, I read somewhere that like I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was like if you did like forty thousand hours of skating or something before you hit a certain age, you like are a master. Not just skating, but anything. Yeah. By a certain age, you've mastered it. So it's definitely the more you do it. The but I feel like too, at the same time, like even if you mastered something, especially I mean, I'm sure it's the same with skateboarding as it is with pole that. It's great. You did the hardest move, and a twelve-year-old comes in and fucking does something crazy. Because <laughs> well, um, they're they're taking off. They're starting off where you left. Yeah. Off, so, so for you guys, it's a little bit early, usually a little bit younger. But um, in all honesty, there's starting to be a lot more kids doing pole, even though it's super controversial because yeah. a lot of people have weird stereotypes about it. But uh, kids are fearless. Yeah. And they will do anything you tell them to. And they're more bendy and they're more flexible and they're more excited about it. It's the same with skating because the younger they get, the more the experience they have by the time they're 15, they're skating like an old man. But at the same time, the thing that I really like about pole, I'm 31 and I'm in my prime. Like, I am ready to go. I'm in better shape than I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And I can do this. There's people that are competing well into their 60s. That's awesome. And the fact that that can even happen. And the fact that I can keep doing this and keep progressing, hopefully, um, you think you'll wear the same thing when you're six. Probably, yeah. probably. <laughs> um, I like black and I like spandex. Same thing. <laughs> cool. But yeah, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's I kind of almost wish I had broken into the competition world six years ago because I would have blown everybody out of the water. Yeah. But now, because so many more people, because it's picking like catching on so quick, 
there's so many really talented people that are coming from other worlds, like rhythmic gymnastics, yeah. or ice skating, yeah. or regular gymnastics, or dance, or jazz, or like any sort of movement that they might be more flexible or stronger than I am, and be able to come up with different transitions or different moves because of their background. So it makes it a lot more competitive. I think a lot of that comes from the internet. The internet oh, yeah. Just because you have all the information, like you can YouTube. see all the tricks, There's you can learn. There's a ton learn. of people that are basically YouTube trained and learned in their houses. Yeah. That's how they get going. And, so, and that pushes you too because I'll see a video of somebody doing something and I'm like, ooh, I should try that. Yeah. Whereas it's before, kind of it's like you almost had to go to a class and have someone teach you yep. or you had to figure it out on your own yeah. where this is like... I mean, I still yeah. definitely think... It, don't get me wrong. I'm self-taught. Yeah. But I wish I had taken a little bit of, like, some sort of education classes earlier, because with polo, I'm sure it's the same with skate. If you move your foot a quarter of an inch, yeah. it makes it super Changes easy. Everything. And, yeah, like, the move is, oh, duh, that was super... Yeah, like, why didn't I no think of that? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, a lot of stuff, and why I think I'm good at teaching and why I'm good at polo is because I can usually figure that stuff out on my own. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of moves that sometimes it's like, I need somebody to tell me how to do it or show me how to do it. Yeah. So even though being self-taught is important and, like, it's a good thing, I still definitely think that going to classes and working out and doing pull with other people is incredibly helpful. That's awesome. Um, and I teach, or I, te- I take workshops, and I'll go and to pull convention, or I'll Crazy. go down to, like, some other, some, uh, a lot of times during a competition or during a convention, there's big name pull people will come in and teach workshops and teach master classes. Oh, that's cool. And that's how... I'll progress more and get harder. And I want somebody to yell at me and be like, no, like, that's way. Like, I love that. You need a drill sergeant. I do. To appear I do. And that's how I kind of try to instruct, too. I'm yeah. like, that was awesome. Now try this. Like, yeah. good, you got it. Now where are you going next? Like, I always kind of want to push people further. And I need the way that I can get that as well is I go and take classes in other places. Yeah. It's weird because, like, in skateboarding, we have conventions and trade shows and stuff. Yep. But, uh it's very similar, but it's funny, like, I'm picturing, imagine if, like, Chad Muska showed up and was like, I'm going to do a demonstration, I guess, like, a demo at a trade show and kind of show people what mm-hmm. to do, like, it would be weird. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> we kind of make fun of it. Like, <laughs> nah, I mean. But I feel like it's just less informal. Like, you guys all hang out and, like, somebody's hollowed out, like, swimming yeah. pool and everybody will try tricks. And yeah, 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 So it's, it's just less. Session. It's yeah. a session. Everyone just gets together person, and have fun. yeah. But no one's teaching each other. Unless you're picking it. If you're watching that dude and you're going, oh, that's cool, you pick it up. But there's no, like, in skating, it's not like that. There's no instructor. It's like people want to keep it free, you know? Yeah. But we do teach skate camps, like uh, Skater's Edge and Tom. There's pole camps. Little kids will come. Yeah. There's, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch Have of Have you ever heard of Woodward, uh, Woodward Camp in Pennsylvania? There's also one in Cali and China. Mm-hmm. But it's um, skateboarding. It's like skateboarding, rollerblading. Gymnastics. And gymnastics. And it's a huge camp. There's like that's kind of cool. Yeah, mini parkour too. I don't probably. I wouldn't doubt it. But they also have like um, they have uh, editing bays where you can learn to film stuff and edit oh, that's stuff. Cool. So you can learn all that. They have like horseback riding, go karts, shit like that. But they basically are teaching kids how to film and edit video parts. That's like, awesome. There's seven skate parks. There's everything you could want for gymnastics, which you'd probably be into. But uh, it's in the middle of Amish country in Pennsylvania. It's Which is perfect, because there's nothing else to do. Exactly. <laughs> you got a bunch of bored people just stuck out there. But it's oh, yeah, no, there's definitely, like, camps and intensives and, like, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been training, like, when I go and take classes, I go down to Body and Pole. Um, which is in New York City. Uh, and in my mind, like, as far as the East Coast is concerned, 
they are the place to be. New York. Um, <laughs> because so many people do come in and out of New York and just people that are bigger pole people as well, like, will come and train yeah. there. Um, so for me, like, I'll take two days, jump on a bus, take four classes, yeah. and jump back. That's right. Then, like, the next day. Or it's only four hours. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I just, like, get my, my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. And then come back. We do that, too, with skating. I'll drive, I'll go to New York for the weekend and yep. stay there and just skate the city and try to film and shoot photos and whatnot and then come back. So yep. It's funny. It's very similar. Yeah, because New York is the closest outlet. Yeah, um, I mean, New York's the biggest city, so it's yeah. definitely where everyone's going to go. But it's, it's kind of crazy now, too, because anytime I go anywhere, there's pole. Like, That's if cool. you go on a, it's a chance to say, like, if you have to go somewhere, and you're like, okay, where's the skate park, or yeah. where can I go and do this or that? And, it's, um, skating's, like, as big as it's ever been yeah, right now. It's ridiculous. Nice. But, so, have you noticed over the past few years that pole's getting, like, a lot bigger? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think the internet has a lot to do with it, for sure. Because before, you didn't know where the outlets you could, where you should go to Google or where you could see a competition and stuff like that. And now, because of Facebook and because of web podcasts and because of all sorts of stuff, people have information and can see it. And when a competition happens, it's posted almost immediately, usually. And you can see, like, who won, what they were doing, and then... It's work awesome. on that and do different things. It's, it's cool because it, the internet's helping kind of kill the stereotype that only strippers do pole because I think that the huge difference between it is that this is more like gymnastics and artistic oh, yeah. and like it's not just like to seduce some men. This is like it's a passion. Oh yeah. It's like a real love. Like I, when my girl got into it when Tara got into it and started doing it I was like she wanted to do it for exercise and then I slowly seen a transition where she was like talking about it like skating you remember yeah you remember um, she shows the videos and the girls are in the background like yeah that's it yeah. like and we're like it sounds like a skate session it's hilarious yeah. oh, but the thing too is that first of all pole is a lot harder than people think so that's like that's <laughs> you'll that's, see the that's video the i love that like people will come to class and be like oh i can do this and then like you give them and they're like oh at the end of it they're always like i'm tired i'm sore there's going to be bruising, there's going to be chafing, yeah, and you're going yeah, to you're gonna be beat up and feeling sore. My after. girl comes home with bruises, oh, yeah. her hands are like, and we wear them proudly. <laughs> yeah, she, is, she doesn't give a shit. Usually if I bruise, it's because I learned something new. Yeah. Because I'm doing a new trick, so I'm like, yeah, I got it, or whatever. <laughs> but um, it's, pole's really difficult, and it is like ice skating or ballet, or really amazing contemporary dance, where yeah. if you do it well, you make it look effortless and really easy. Yeah. And that's the point is that you don't want it to look like you're struggling. The harder the tricks are, the easier you want them to look. And that's part of the whole goal, Yeah, is to make it really crazy. But do you ever think about, like, maybe, um, do you do instructional videos on your YouTube page, or do you just do tricks and I don't right now. Um, there are a lot of people that do. So for me, I have my YouTube channel, and, like, I post stuff on Facebook of what I'm doing, but I'm kind of more focusing on teaching and traveling and starting to teach workshops to other people okay. um, as well as compete but there are plenty of people who have um, made their way up in the pole world by having blogs yeah. um, and being informative to other people about what's going on in the pole world and as well as people that do tutorial videos yeah um, and that's how they kind of broke into the industry and got their name out there because yeah. a lot of it really is just trying to get people to the same I'm sure as skateboarding like you want to come see me because you know my name and you know I'm going to do crazy stuff. Yeah. So it's that building up your own name as a brand yeah, kind brand, of thing. Yeah. Um, well, the thing in skating is there's like a, a division right now, I feel. There's like 
competition skaters, and then there's like kind of lifestyle skaters like type thing. And I feel like in pole it could be like that, that too because yeah. I feel like each side of them both have tricks. Like contest skaters and street skaters or whatever, everyone's really good at skateboarding nowadays. But I feel like the lifestyle side is the more you know about the individual, the more you care about them. Well, Whereas contest, it's more just tricks, and you like them because they're athletes, and they've got to be, like, proper and perfect, and, like, they get sponsors. And then there's another side where it's, like, you like Jim Greco or someone because he's, like, a Hessian dude and, like, doesn't give a fuck. Crazy. And that's why you want to buy his board or his prize, because his lifestyle and his personality. Yeah. So, oh, no, there's definitely people that are, that are more lifestyle. Um, usually they own studios. Yeah. Or have webcasts or have like a blog that they write and that's how they reach that's how and people that's how share they, that's yeah. how they share themselves and that's yeah. how they kind of do that and then some of those like and that's the thing too like some people it's a really small competition world i mean it's getting bigger yeah. but it's definitely more like people doing showcases for their students like a recital yeah like so if you don't even have to be a high level in order to show off what you've learned to your friends and family. Yeah, so, so there's that end of it, too. And that's awesome, because then I just don't like when people are restricted to only having to enter competitions to get noticed. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. I mean, it's definitely an easy way, because... Everyone's there, it's a package. Yeah, it's, it's kind of that way, but there's definitely a lot of other ways if you're willing to do work, basically, to put yourself out there. And there's a lot of people who, like, like studio owners that have built a brand around their studio. Yeah. And they're... Offering, you know what I mean, like, like body and pole. I feel like it's kind of like that. Like, I want to live there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Every time I go down there, like, I never want to leave. It's fun. It's like so. You know what I mean? So it's like going to like a really cool skate park. Yeah. Like has everything. Like there's always awesome people doing stuff there, and so you can like learn. We, and, I live ten minutes from like the, one of the biggest East Coast skate parks called Skaters Edge, and we all, everyone from all like New England, just meets up there and has fun and skates together. It's exactly like that. So, how you feeling? I'm good. Ramsey's feeling a little under the weather, so if he's not involved, it's because he's maybe feeling sick today. Oh, and yeah. I, the pole exercise probably tuckered you out too. Yeah, it like brought everything back up to my face. No, it got me good. Got the blood. Can pump. you tell them how hard it is? Because <laughs> you think you could do it? I don't know. Maybe uh, if I had different shorts on, I guess <laughs> I might be able to stick. I don't know. I think that's just an excuse. Because. It was just too much. Like it my is, knees, it I can feel bruises problem. happening already. Like, <laughs> you, no, need some, you need some training. You need yeah. to, like, oh, no, it's definitely, you're not just going to hop on and fucking spin around. Well, so there's also, I mean, different kinds of pulling, too. Like, for me, I teach pull fitness. Yeah. So I don't do more of the dancier elements that some people might want to <laughs> get into. And there's a whole, like, there's so many different types well, you were talking about oh, earlier, you said something about Chinese pole. Well, that? okay, so Chinese pole is a little more circus style, usually. Um, it's a little bit thicker pole that's taped. Why so, just that's the way it is. Like, that's how is they it do their stuff. So, it's, you wear a lot of clothes for Chinese pole because you don't want to get tape burns. Okay. Or, like, rubber. <clears throat> so, it's a, they do a lot more, like, ta-da, like, <laughs> tricks. Okay. And it's less of the dance flow transitions. Like Circus Olay kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah, except now there is our kind of pole in Circus Olay too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The what Michael about, Jackson show. What about show? Like the, the ribbons? <laughs> you know, like the, the, the like they hang from ribbons? That silks. Silks? Yep. 
That stuff's crazy. That stuff's pretty fun, too. You can do that, too? Um, I took a private lesson in silks, like two of them. I haven't really focused it on it. To the Wait, what is that? What is it, though? It's the know. fabrics that hang <coughs> from the ceiling. That That's you your pole? wrap themselves up and then they unwrap. You don't see those? No, I don't usually in Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Um, they like wind themselves all the way up. Aerial, aerial stuff crazy. is getting really big too. There's a leer, which is the big hoop that hangs in the air, and then static trapeze and aerial cubes, and just like basically doing anything off apparatus that hangs out in the air. Yeah. Um, Chinese pole is cool because a lot of tricks that Chinese pole people do were starting to bring into this kind of pole. Yeah. Um, which is. Again, because I'm more of a gymnastics-y focus or kind of style, I really like Chinese pole tricks because they're a lot harder. Yeah. Um, and they're really cool. And it's usually a lot of weird drops and flips and tricks. and like That's crazy. The dropping shit scares the fuck out of me. When You know what I'm talking about? When they start up real high and then they just fall all the way yeah. and catch themselves like yeah. an inch before the floor, that shit scares the it's fuck out of me. It's awesome, but that's part of the fun. Yeah. Because yeah. I like to <laughs> When she came home, I was like, oh, I learned this new trick. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, no, that's it. I was like, oh, it was good. It was good. I thought we were taking her to yeah, the hospital. Yeah, I was like, she's dead. She broke her neck. I actually had a question on Instagram from uh, our good friend, uh, Zaren Bassett. What up, Zaren? He's a professional skateboarder uh, for Expedition. He uh, lives in New York, actually. Okay. And uh, he wanted to know what your worst injury was. My worst injury? Um, I'm pretty lucky. I haven't really, really injured myself too much. Not on wood. So far. Um, a lot of that, I think, is due to the fact that I don't, um, or at least I try not to hurl myself into positions that I don't feel I'm strong enough or understand the mechanics of. Yeah. Um, and I like to build things up strength-wise, so that way when I do them, I feel confident that I can hold it or control it. Um, I want to say, like, a while back before I knew more about trying to not hurt myself, um, I kind of threw out my shoulder, yeah. and that's when I started teaching myself stuff on the other <coughs> side. Um, but now, since I started teaching, I do everything to both sides. Um, yeah. Switching switch regularly. Switching both. Mostly because at a certain level, you're going to do something from a good side into a bad side into a good side into a bad side if you're transitioning through six or seven different Like a routine, you need to know yeah. with the hit. Um, you don't need it, but it's going to make it look so much cooler. Yeah, yeah. And that's something else that I like to focus on, which I think I'm a little bit different than other people, is that I can do pretty much everything to both sides. Yeah, and then I try to keep it strength-wise to both sides, because a lot of people will stick with their dominant. And granted, some of the harder tricks I still haven't thrown on both sides, yeah. but... Um, it also helps keep you from being lost at it. Do you know, ever notice that you're better at switch than regular on certain things? Um, certain things come better on your harder side? Yeah. Because in skating, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like no, some tricks, sure. you're like, oh, that's just easy. Well, it depends on the transition, usually. Because sometimes I'll have to do a spin on my back side to go into a trick on my good side, or mm-hmm. vice versa. So, And it depends on like how I want to set it up for maybe six things down the road. Yeah. So sometimes it's I need to set up for a trick that I need to do on one side, so I'm going to do different ones until then. And like switch back and forth, but it definitely is helpful. Do you have any? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just I just want to know: Have you ever like lost the grip and like fell off of it? And just I slammed. I haven't oh. smashed into the ground. Um, another thing that I'm really big on trying to do is learn how to fall gracefully. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it's, no, it's like skating. Exactly. I'm sure, like with you guys, like you've almost yeah, beaten it, and then you've turned it into some awesome new thing that you're like, oh. That worked out well. Well, people like always come up to us and are like, "How did you get so good?" And I just go, "I learned how to fall." Yeah, like, you have to because you have to learn how to fall. To and push yourself, you got to know how to get out of it safely. Well, so that's the other thing. When I'm trying to teach, I try to really uh, get into people's minds. 
just because you can get up into something doesn't mean you should just collapse done when you're done with the move. Like, you yeah. want to keep your composure the whole time up and down, so that way you can learn how to dismount slowly and with control. And that'll help with transition. And then also, you are going to fall. Like, it is, it's going to happen. There's no getting around it. So, yeah. learning how to fall and catch yourself and continue and make it look like you know what you're doing is part of the what makes a good pole dancer a good pole dancer. Like, I have definitely fallen out of moves into a different move by accident. I've been like, this works, keep going. It's like watching Tony Gervulio skate, and he's, like, doing his run, and he's, like, you think he's going to fall, and he turns it into a lip slide somehow, and you're like, what the fuck? I thought he was falling. Yeah, so that, that's <coughs> important, too, to be able to know how to fall, and mm-hmm. how to fall and make it not look like you're falling. What, what's the... Have you heard of any real bad injuries? I'm just... I feel oh, yeah, like no. Tons of people get seriously injured. Any neck or anything? Um, like, what do you, what well, have you ever heard of? Felix Kane, who's one of like the bigger pole people, she's uh, Australian. She's actually doing the traveling Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson tour. Um, when she was practicing, I guess she fell out of a move and smashed her jaw and had to like have a jaw wired shut or something she for a little while. Oh, man. Gnarly. But most, the most common injury with pole is shoulder injuries. Just uh, rotator cuff. doing it? Mostly rotator cuff. Um, A, because people are trying stuff that they have no business trying, um, like, as far as the muscle control goes. So if you're trying to pull into a move that you don't, you're not quite strong enough for, you're going to end up hurting yourself. Just like kids Um, in skating. Yeah. Try to do 10 stairs. Yeah. So sometimes sometimes that ends up happening. um, But just because there's so much shoulder dominant stuff, but also just people falling and landing wrong. I mean, there's everything. You can, I mean... Have you seen on YouTube the videos? I love it. Didn't you say those videos? Because I always look for, like, just people falling. It's one of my favorite (laughs) things to watch. And they'll always be, like, chicks on a pole, just, like, all the way up top, like, upside down, and they just (laughs) eat shit so hard. Yeah, oh, no, and that's another one of those, like, if you don't know how to fall... Yeah, and you can tell they have no idea Saving it, yeah. I feel like (laughs) such an asshole right now, because it's like, you know when someone comes up to us, and they're like, oh, I love watching those skaters fall, and I see those videos, and I'm like, fuck you, and now we're doing that too. Like, fuck. See, I don't, I don't, I don't like, like, I don't like seeing anybody injured. I feel bad. I'm like, ah. You're better than us. <laughs> That's true, because I don't like watching, like, people fall on a skateboard. I try to look away. But like, someone on a pole, you're all good with, huh? Well, why? I apologize. <laughs> I didn't think of it like that, but now I feel like it did. Did, did your uh, family come to the competition? Um, my mom actually came to the one in Chicago. Oh, um, awesome. Her aunt lived like 20 minutes away so my great aunt came oh, and right. my mom so, came uh, awesome. which was really really cool yeah um, okay. it was the best part about it was that my mom didn't realize how I was a big deal oh that's awesome that's so awesome. like I'm in the bathroom getting ready before the show yeah. like, before the competition like doing my makeup and stuff and she came in to say hi and while she was there three or four different people were like Oh my god, I've seen your videos on YouTube. Oh, that's I'm awesome. so excited. And my mom's just like standing there in the back going like, what is going on? She was so proud, you know. She, she totally was. Was. <laughs> And it's funny too, because um, now like my aunt and uncle and stuff, like, and my grandma and like a whole bunch of people are like starting to like, oh, I watched your video the other day. <laughs> and uh, 
I have, like, my aunt's on, like, Instagram or something, and she'll, like, like some of my home photos and, like, stuff that I post on Facebook. Like, there's definitely some people who are just, like, holy crap. Because I imagine when you first started, your parents and them, they don't know, like, what to think of it, but once they see it, it's like, oh, this is something way more. The thing, too, is that, like, people think, oh, pull whatever, but, like, when you see what I'm actually doing... It's completely different. Because it's, I go for more of a gymnastics and a fitness end of style of things, like, it's power like the shit I'm doing most people could never try yeah which is awesome we know and we it's know. one of those that like I'm, I'm also really <coughs> good at uh, I'm a visual learner for the most part so if I see somebody doing something I can almost always get it like kind of just maybe get pretty quick it unless it's like up. a twisty back action because my back flexibility is a little wonky still which is what I'm working on but uh yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I can try that. I'm like, what's the next thing? I'm like, let's get harder. Let's uh, just do better stuff because I love it. Do you go to the gym or is this what you do? This use? is my gym. So you got the, the pull-up. Do you and I just... I have, I have my I power know. tower, which is new. Power which is new. Um, because I teach, um, I teach like a circuit class, which is a straight pull workout class. Yeah. So it's lifting your own ass over your head repeatedly will give you muscles. Yeah, I believe um, And a lot of... I don't think my ass is ever over my head. Power uh, I can teach you some headstands if you want to do that. I have vertigo right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Vertigo. <laughs> you ever think about just cutting a hole in the ground and taking the pole all the way down the I second wish. floor? You know, when I, I actually... <laughs> when I was up there and I slid down, that was, like, fun. one of the funnest things. It is, it is <laughs> a lot like of a Ghostbuster. You could be a fireman. I could. And then just, like, you dismount real quick and everybody's like, damn, she's super good at that. It's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean... Usually, like, competition size poles are about 12 feet. What's this? Uh, this is eight. Eight, okay, so, two, like, four more feet. Yeah, so it's, like, I can, it's good for training lower stuff to the floor. Like, I can't work on, like, a lot of drops and, like, bigger transitions, but I can work on a lot of strength training stuff here. Yeah. Um, I do a little bit of yoga. Sick. Um. Flexibility, is that what you And I do flexibility as well. So I, um, I teach flexibility classes as well as I do my own kind of stretch, flex, yoga style flow in the mornings and usually at night as well. Yeah. Um, because it's one of those things that the more, like, I have to move. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, if I don't stretch, I feel like shit. Yeah, I understand that. So it's one of those, like, the more I stretch and the more I do it, the more I have to almost. And it's I like the train. It. Once the train's gone, you gotta yeah. keep it going because you don't oh, want to yeah. stop. Yeah. But um, a lot of it's just using your own body weight. Like, I'll do push-ups or I'll do handstands is an amazing, amazing whole total body control muscle. That's what that thing is. Yeah, those are canes, which is a handstand apparatus. Yeah, um, I'm... I mean, this, is, again, is something that a lot of people do in Cirque du Soleil or circus-type stuff where they're balanced on one hand and you contortion stuff around it, which I'm not quite there yet. Did but, you buy that? Uh, no, I had somebody build it for me. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It looks like some love. That's some homemade, some love right there. I was going to say, there's, like, knots in the wood and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. If that was, if that was, they're selling it, they'd probably get sued because someone would get hurt on that thing. Yeah, no, that one's got, like, a more stable base, too. But, I mean, it's pretty easy to make some canes, too, um, if you, like, the, there's blueprints online, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, doing... Just your own body weight type stuff, and also just doing it with pole. There's a lot of strength training, conditioning moves that, if you break down each movement, yeah. doing the, the strength move to build up more muscle to be able to do the element easier. When you started, were you already like physically fit, or is this how you got to where you're at now? Um, you're definitely in shape, and that fucking pull up shit was insane. Like, I was never. I wish you could have tried it. <laughs> you can. I'm not. I don't even know how to. Like when I started teaching, everything changed. 
Because yeah. before I did that, I was just kind of like doing it, whatever. Like I didn't. I, mean, I think that's something funny. Like, did you have a six pack and the guns before? No. Or, yeah. Um, that started when I started a little bit before I started teaching. I actually um, had some when I moved into this place. Yeah. Um, I was going through like some big life changing things, and I needed something to do to keep myself entertained. So I started doing sit ups and push ups in the morning. Um, every day, and it took about six months before I got abs, but I dropped, like, I don't know, like, two or three clothing sizes, and, yeah. like, I don't care, like, I don't get on a scale, like, I don't really give a shit, yeah. but it's more about how I feel and if I can get myself into positions, yeah. but also, I mean, I don't necessarily do a ton every day, I like going for more, um, consistency, so I, I wouldn't do, like, 50 push-ups in one day, I would do 10 push-ups a day, Yeah. and then do it every day. Me and Ramsey have been doing that. And do, I have a, I've, I'm doing 15 a day now. So I do three wide push-ups, or five wide push-ups, five diamonds, and then five just elbows in. Oh, okay. So it's like hitting different spots, and then I'll do dips and pull-ups and stuff like that as well. Um, but not even just on a regular pull-up bar, doing pull-ups sideways on the pole, because that's going to give me the muscle that I need specifically for the more pull movements. Well, that kind of was what I was thinking, because we've been hyping up on the other podcast that we're going to have Ramsey arm wrestle you. But, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I can. I mean, I'll arm wrestle you, but I don't think I'll win. Well, he's not feeling well, so <laughs> I don't want to do This is a different wrestling. movement. That's what I was going like, to say, because you were just saying that. Yeah, if you want to have a pull-up contest, I'll fucking school no, you. No, I don't. <laughs> we've seen what he can do. But, you know what I mean? So that's like kind of the thing, too. And um, I like working on just doing things that again, like just People look at me like, how did you just do that? Yeah. I, or I'll make it look so easy and then somebody will try it and be like, what? <laughs> yeah, they don't understand the hours and the time and the Oh, hour yeah. To, like, to get you to have to point. work for it. And yeah. it's not something that comes overnight. And it's definitely like the more you do, the better you're going to get with anything you do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And loving it definitely helps because it's not a chore. It's something I want to do. Like, yeah. it makes me feel good. And then I get the move that I'm working on. I'm like, yes. They say, you know, if you do what you love, you'll feel like you never worked. Yep. And I, I've, yep. I'm, I've been skating most of my life, and I feel like I have never worked a day. Well, I washed dishes when I was younger, and those were the only days I was like, this fucking sucks. This skating never feels like work, really. Although it is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. And that's the <laughs> thing. And that's the thing, too. It's like, if you love it, though... Where can, they, where can people, if they wanted to, like, go to where you teach, where do you teach? I teach at Boston Pole Fitness. Okay. Uh, we're in Packard's Corner uh, in Alton. Um, we have a new studio that we just moved into, yeah. and we have really, really tall poles. Oh, uh, same. So, that's kind of exciting as far as, uh, helping with strength training. Minutes. 12 feet, or what? Maybe? It's a little bit taller than that. Well, it's 15. Oh, shit, wow. Which is nice. Um, but it's one of those things, too, like, sometimes people are scared to go up that high, and you don't need to go up all that height, but it's nice for, if you're climbing... Instead Brandy, of, you yeah. can do two climbs up this pole versus you can go up and down six times on that pole and you're going to break a sweat. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good as far as strength training. I was breaking sweat. <laughs> so if they, yeah, you were sweating <laughs> up there. So if anyone wants to, is there um, a website for the... Yeah, bostonpolefitness.com. Okay. And then uh, we do all of our online scheduling with MindBody. Okay. Um, and the link from that is on the Boston Pole Fitness page. It's up on the right-hand corner. And then if they want to, like, read, they want you to teach them, yep. can they 
specify that? Yep. Um, with When you're on the MindBody site, when you actually sign up for classes, it tells you what instructor is teaching as well as what class it is. On what day? Yep. Yeah, okay. um, and, I mean, we have usually, like, a couple months set up so that way people can see what's going to happen. Um, we have between three and five classes a day. Yeah. Um, and depending on the week, it will depend on how many classes I end up teaching. Um, Wait, so how long... Do you teach three class? You teach three classes a day. I I don't always. I no. mean, sometimes like Wednesdays I teach three classes. Oh, okay. um, but we offer that many. We have a uh, nine instructors actually between the two locations because there's Providence Health Fitness as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun because everybody kind of teaches a little bit differently. Yeah. Like we kind of have like a base standard that everybody sort of goes around, but then some of the instructors are a little bit more dance based. Or um, a little bit more choreography based, yeah. or whatever. And for me, I'm more strength and precision, I guess. Like I'll yell at people to not jump and point their toes, <laughs> versus some of the other instructors don't care. Oh, okay. So it's kind of, everybody has a different focus, I guess. I guess like the more you go to the place, the more you'll learn the people I know. Yeah, works and the thing too is that everybody learns differently. Yeah. So my instruction might totally work for one person, but might not for somebody else. Yeah. And vice versa for other, like, with other instructors. So we always encourage people to kind of get a broad range of instructors so that way you can kind of see who works best with you and also what you like doing the most. Is that what you, is that your only job or do you have another job as well? Right now, teaching is my only job. Um, oh, cool. I am in the process of studying for a whole bunch of things right now. Um, I'm going to take my CPR and then my AFA, which is a group fitness certification, um, and then a yoga teacher training course as well. Oh, cool. Um, doing this all helps you pole yoga. So. Um, yeah, oh no, for sure. And the thing too is like cross training is really important for pole as you start getting more serious about it. Um, just for entertainment value, I'm taking a hand balance class. Oh, wow. So basically it's an hour a week where I go and do handstands. <laughs> and it's kind of cool because even though I do a lot of handstands on my own, it's fun to have somebody else be like, oh, to try this or try that <laughs> yeah. with different elements. There's a lot um, of strange stuff. And there. yoga, too. I I find, I mean, not yoga's not for everybody, but for me, it's a good time to kind of like zen out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also just using it for flexibility and strength. And they, do, they have hot yoga, too. Do you yeah, that, that I do not get into. Heat makes the hands swell. I keep sweating. It's like 115 degrees. Wait, you don't back it? No. Warm is good because you want to, your muscles, muscles are more relaxed and like you can do more when you're warm. But the hot, I mean, yeah. granted, I know tons of people that are swear by it. Yeah. Just not not so much for me. Yeah. Um, but it's like I also take, a, there's like a yoga conditioning class that I like going to that kind of uses yoga moves, but isn't, like, a full yoga class. Yeah. So, for me, the whole movement idea really works. Yeah. Because I can add some of those elements into what I'm teaching in pole. And, like, doing some, like, weird across-the-floor moves. Oh, uh, like, yeah, it helps with the floor work, then. Yeah, and just getting just different ideas and pulling things from different places, like doing capoeira, which is something that, like, is on my list of things to do. What like is that? Tried to, like, like a, a martial arts. Martial arts. Kind of I was just going to ask, yeah. I think, I was going to ask you if there's similarities. Oh, yeah. Very similar. Well, in my, like, what I tell people, too, it's if you have had any sort of movement background, skateboarding counts because you know how to move your body and, like, you can tell your left foot to do what you want it to yeah, you when you need it, it to. Um, so any form of martial arts or dance or anything will really help with understanding how to do what I'm trying to get people to do. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, like, 
when you're starting out with pole, I'm sure with everything, it's getting your brain and your body to actually yeah. get like repetition. It takes muscle. and getting that repetition, muscle, muscle memory. memory. Yeah. I'm constantly muscle memory. Yeah. It's funny too because I remember like as a kid doing gymnastics and hearing my gymnastic coaches saying all this crap. I'm yeah. just like, what are you talking about? Shut up. And now I'm like spitting it out completely and like saying the same things. I hear myself and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> What? When you were a little kid, did you climb a lot of trees and stuff? <laughs> I was queen of the monkey bars. Nice. When I was in the fourth grade. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely... Your mom was just... Yeah, mom I did was gymnastics like, yeah, and I played kid. on the jungle gym. Well, my mom also taught my gymnastics classes. Oh, nice. And like, she, my parents are really, really active. So you kind of um, had to be, like, decent. So yeah, so... Teaching the class. Yeah, and she did, like... So basically to help pay for my tuition, she would teach, like, beginner gymnastics to other people and stuff like that, and, I mean, I grew up swimming and, like, doing a whole bunch of activities, so. Wow. You've always been into Definitely, it. yeah. That's cool. What about skating? You ever even try skating yet? <laughs> I'm too, it's one of those things where I'm too scared to hurt myself at this point. Because you want to skate Because I know, stuff. yeah, like, falling sucks, and I know you have to fall a lot when you start skateboarding. Yeah. I mean, I did it as a kid, again, for more, like... <laughs> getting from place to place than anything. Just crazy. Uh, but I grew up in Utah, so I'm a snowboarder. Well, I did snowboard. Where in Utah? Salt Lake. Oh, sick. Um, I haven't snowboarded. This will be my second season that I haven't done it. And mostly it's just because I don't, I can't risk falling yeah, yeah. and eating it and hurting myself somehow. That um, and cold sucks. I hate the fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, if you get hurt snowboarding, then it's like, so yeah, it's one job. of those where, yeah, so I'm trying to... So it's also really expensive, yeah. and instead of spending money on snowboarding, I'm spending money on getting myself to competitions yeah. and trying to take more classes and doing stuff like that. Like pretty much all of my income goes, right <laughs> goes to back it. to pole in some respect, or cross training, yeah. uh, taking classes or working out or going. Um, I really like trying to do different movement classes, yeah. like taking a handstand class or taking a trapeze class or a acro yoga yeah. or whatever it is. Even if it's just one or two classes, just to steal one or two little moves. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the more, the more well-rounded oh, you yeah. are, the better it's going to be overall oh, no, for, for your sure. performance. And for sure. Do you have any, like, um, I'm, I'm going to say, like, it's skating on your YouTube. Are there any, like, video parts? Or is it just someone films you during a competition? Like, do you have, like, your whole routine, like, filmed out oh, yeah. on your thing? Um, I have, I actually pretty much just film myself. I have my iPad. It's okay. <laughs> I, like, turn it around backwards, stand it up, play. Uh, um, I actually bought my iPad just so I could post it directly to YouTube. That's awesome, um, Like, kind of as I was going type of a thing. Uh, so some of them are not the best quality because it's like, the gray backwards and, like, weird, awkward light. But um, some of it's just tricks that I did or some of it's uh, submission videos yeah. where it's a whole routine. And then there's a couple where other people filmed my when I actually did the competition. Yeah. And I have those up, too. I Dude. think we saw one of those. Yeah, we saw one where the girl was like, I think this is you doing it. And she was like, this is retarded. Yeah, she's like, oh my God, she's killing me. So that was actually filmed on my iPad. Oh, it was. The chick yelling in the background is Nadia Sharif. She's a... She is so hyped. She's awesome, actually. She's one of my fellow competitors. She's had her a little bit bigger than I am. She was self-taught via YouTube. Oh, yeah. And came up through the competition world through that. Yeah. Um, and she's in California. 
or California-based, and there's a lot of studios out there, and she travels all over and teaches classes That's and it. competes. And, um, like, another thing that I'm starting into, too, is uh, judging. Oh. So I'm going to be an online judge for a um, semifinal. So people send in their submissions videos. Yeah. I'm going to watch and help pick you kinda, like, who goes to the like, actual wow. competition. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I think there's three of us that are in, like, that. Who is this third? The, what brand? This is, is um, for the Midwest competition oh, okay. that I was in last year. This is a pre competition. Yeah, it's like you got. It's basically like you got. It's a qualifier. qualifier um, yeah. So th- there's going to be. I think there's four qualifiers yeah. for people in the Midwest region that want to compete in this one, and then I think whoever places gets an automatic spot. Oh, versus, okay. I'm still going to have to submit a video for the one that I want to get, the division that I want to get into. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that's interesting, too, with, like, judging and how to keep it not uh, personal. Yeah, like, yeah and, you got to be fair. Yeah, so... It's tough because you have okay. Yeah, this one's okay. I mean, again, too, it's the whole, like, my style, my eyes going to look for different things than somebody else will. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's... Uh-oh. No, it's okay. Um, Okay. I had a question. Um, I don't even know. Do you guys like? I want to see if like, if you guys form like a team. Like, imagine if there was like five or six pole dancers, and you guys just form a team, and you put out your own video. Because that's like how skating started. I was, feel like, like people kind of do that. Yeah, that's. But what again, I'm it's right. sort of like friends and studio based. Yeah. So it's like there'll be say three or four girls that go to the same studio kind so of shop do stuff together. Yeah, like it's not shop. quite as big as like the skate shop, but it definitely like when you're competing you're representing your studio. Yeah, yeah. Or your your whatever. Yeah. Um, Cobra Kai. And Cobra some Kai. studios Kai. some studios in some places will actually help pay for the people to go to competitions. Yeah. So it like helps support that and comes back in turn and I feel like with the internet you could reach you could probably reach out to three or four other people that are like excel to the level where they have a certain uh, certain level of fame in it, and you guys could all, all come together and make this one epic whole, like, video that oh, yeah. you release online, and then people kind of hold that. I think that stand. does kind of happen a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that does. Because um, that's, that's kind of how skating It's goes. not as big as, like, the skate, like, as far as you guys are going still, but, um, there's definitely, I mean, people do, like, group routines and stuff like that, too, so, like, people do doubles and they do things together. I but, saw the doubles. My girl showed me a video of the doubles. It's pretty crazy. crazy. It's kind of cool. It looks so dangerous. It does. Oh, yeah. You have to really trust your partner, yeah. too. And do you do that with someone? Um, I haven't. I've done a little bit, but I haven't really delved into it. I want to... Um, one of my girls uh, just actually has been overseas for about six months training and traveling and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, she learned a whole bunch of doubles moves. And I really want to do a doubles routine with her. Um, I'm thinking about trying to do it um, there's the Southern Pole uh, Championship that's going to be the two days before Pole Convention yeah. uh, down in Florida. So I was thinking about maybe trying to like Get hit up a doubles routine for that because it's it's going to be in the showcase, so it's, it wouldn't actually be a competition. Competition. How long would you have to like? How long would you guys have to prepare for that? To be everybody's different. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, some people can pick stuff up in two days if the routine's already choreographed. Because I feel like or, you and guys have to be on the same page, yeah. regardless of how good you are. You well, have it's to, like, also, I mean, sometimes it. if somebody just choreographs a routine and then teaches you it, then yeah. you're good. Or if it's one of those, like, for me, when I start choreographing something, 
Like, I'll just kind of dance the music and kind of see what feels like it should be there. Yeah. And kind of try to build it from that. And other people listen to the music and write down everything they're going to do. And, like, it's it kind of just depends. Do you skate to it? Not skate. Do you, do you pull? Is that a correct way to say it? Yeah. Do you pull to a certain type of music? Do you I have, like, a I generally, I generally put a... Well, like, in my classes and stuff, I just throw on, like, Pandora and Dubstep. Oh, there you go. And just kind of, like... I'm not sure know. what Dubstep is, but... <laughs> What is it's it? It's a genre of music. <laughs> oh, it's like the club shit where you're yeah. like on ecstasy and you're um, like, it's not so like the, it's, it's a little bit. Yeah. It's probably what's hard to do because you've been playing yeah. some weird shit and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, for the two competition pieces that I did, one of them was kind of a dubstep remix it was two songs like mashed together. Yeah. And then the other one, um, was the theme song from Skyrim, which is a role-playing video game. <laughs> so cool. it's like it's kind of like finding music music is my nemesis yeah um it's hard for me it's kind of backgroundy oh, like okay. for a lot of people music is their focal point like they hear it feel it and all of that and get the meaning and I'm just like yeah it's kind of background yeah so I feel like music is my nemesis as far as like I feel pressure about finding the right song that can represent me <laughs> and I'm like you know what I mean it's just, yeah. I look into it way too much so it's hard. I to, but that's the thing too, like picking songs and making sure that it's something that somebody else hasn't done yet. Just like and, yeah. exactly like <laughs> filming a video part and you could have the awesomest song. And you and then you see someone's like, Oh, fucking Chris Cole already used that. Yeah, you're like, well, fuck me. yeah you're screwed. You yeah. can't do it and then all that. I was gonna my my team manager's calling me right Uh-oh. now. Oh, hold on, I'm falling off. Oh that's Frank. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna take it. Franklin. <laughs> Hold on real quick. Can you hear me? You there? Nope. Oh, man. Franklin, you there? Hold on, alright? Can you hear me? Fuck, my speaker's not working. What's going on, man? <laughs> Probably the case. I'm just, we're doing a podcast right now with Samantha Starr, professional pole dancer. I figured I'd pick up and let you be on the Shatler show. Dude. You want to say anything to the people listening? Franklin says what's up to everyone out there listening. That was lame. Yeah, Ramsey said that's a. Ramsey said that's lame though. Thought he was gonna say something cool. He said, "Go make him some food and settle down." <laughs> <laughs> said you're gonna be fired with that. <laughs> cool. Well, let me call you back when I get out of here. All right, peace, man. Franklin's awesome. We're actually going to try and have him on the podcast um, fairly soon because he uh, he's a sponsored skater and uh, am- an amateur skater, and uh, he got into a really severe motorcycle accident. Um, someone hit him while he was on his motorcycle, and uh, pretty much the whole side of his leg, all the muscles gone now. Like he almost died, and they had to like take. Maybe not yet. But they almost chopped his leg. Man. Yeah, it was really severe. Holy so, crap. so but like, Swirled Industries is who I skate for. That's the board and shoes that I skate for. This is actually my mid top shoe that's coming out um, nice. fairly soon. And uh, he was an amateur skater for them, and uh, he got really hurt. And he can't quite skate like he did before, but he still shreds. You know, don't get me wrong. But uh, 
it's hard when you have no muscle in your leg, it's mostly just bone to yeah. compete on a level that keeps up. So they kind of transitioned them because World Industries is all skaters. They're, everyone there is, like, legit. Like, RP Best used to work for Duffs, which is a skate brand. Charlie Thomas is still pro and skates for uh, Preservation out of uh, Louisiana. And uh, they made him team manager. So now, awesome. now he's my team manager. So now he, I like to call him my personal bitch. I just said that for Ramsey. <laughs> I like to make him do my slave work. I'm like... Book me a flight. No, I'm just kidding. He's the one who calls me and bitches at me and tells me, I need tricks. You need to skate. You need to do shit. He's my boss. Nice. But, uh, yeah. He's I'm the one who tell him not to kick and not to point their toes. Yeah, exactly. He's the one. But, uh, nice. we're going to have him on so he can tell his story on the podcast. I'm, this chair's not going to fall apart, is it? I don't think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about how you said, you said earlier that it's bigger overseas, like Pole. Yeah. Why um, is that? Both America takes a little while to get on board with yeah, everything. Yeah, we're just uptight or something? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, because it's that can't get over stereotypes. It can't, like, make things mainstream and give it the respect that it needs, I guess. And it's just taking a little while to get people to turn around on it. Yeah. And realize that what we're doing is just a vertical bar. Ballet seems to be fine for everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Flipping it upside down makes it scary and weird. But, um, <laughs> it's not in the Olympics, right? It's not yet, but they're working on it. Just like skating. Um, <laughs> Dude, I could see it. Really. And it's something that, I mean, if you really think about it, like, we're doing more difficult tricks than, and train harder than some of the, I mean, or at least on an equal level to what some I, of these competitors yeah. are. Granted, it's, we're not doing it from, I mean, they're not, like, building you from a young age all the way up yet, but yeah. um, I think that it, it does have a place, except for the fact that when it does get into the Olympics, I will not be good enough. Because they will start training people from a really young age, and like that would be your life all the way up into it. Yeah, um, so in a way, I, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want it to, but um, yeah. it's it's definitely getting a bigger pull, and it's the fitness end of it is really picking up too, which is I think is the best part of it yeah. um, because it's a really ridiculous workout, and not only is it gonna give you give you strength after you can do it, but it'll give you more confidence. Yeah. Um, and it's also just something fun to show your friends. Like when you, like so many of my girls will be like, I just got this move, take a picture. You know what I mean? And it's like exciting to be able to share that and do it. And it's it's fun. It's the same as I guess if you're doing contortion or something and you like finally got into like some crazy position. Do you, do you ever go, uh, you ever like outside and you see like a stop sign and you just... There's a, there's actually, uh, there's a group that I'm a part of on Facebook called Street Pulling. Nice. Um, and, oh yeah, no, parkour, people, parkour, 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 the pole like at certain spots out in the street like you yeah, know I, just, security guys. I could work on <laughs> yeah, pole pole get the fuck out. and then jumping over the pole and we're then, gonna start seeing signs where it's like no, no pole no there pole. actually was one I can't remember where it was but um there I've seen signs that say no pole like Pretty don't break your like yeah like there's been some stuff in other countries where it's been a problem I guess because people were bending stop signs that's it. awesome <laughs> but uh yeah no there's a whole there's a whole bunch of people who just, like, see people jump on it, do stupid stuff. Uh, they'll be, like, subways. Yeah. If you're not going to kick somebody in the head. Wait, someone um, said that. Oh, my girl was like, oh, you should do a I photo wanna do, shoot. I want to do a photo shoot in the subway. That's what she was saying. Yeah. She was saying um, that. Yeah. I need to do one. Just in, I need to get some slightly more professional photos done anyway at some point. I don't know. I like um, the photos we found. The, the one split one. Was that a competition? That was during the first competition. That looks insane. It looks so painful. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those, like, a lot of people do with, like, like a professional photo shoot with, like, lights and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the right lighting and the right, you know, whatever, and it makes it look a little bit more impressive, I guess. A finished look. <laughs> yeah, because it's also, I mean, sometimes if I'm going to move, I don't know what it looks like. Yeah, true. Because I can feel what it kind of looks like, but I it would be helpful to have somebody say, like, oh, lower your foot two and a half inches to the left, and then you're flat. Yeah. Versus, you know what I mean? When I'm trying to trick and we're shooting a photo, like... I'll land it or something, and sometimes I'll go to the photographer, like, is that it? And I'm like, uh, this doesn't look right. Yeah, I need to do it again, yeah. like, because I can shoot, he can either shoot it better timing, or I can bone it out more, make yeah. it look cooler, or like, so it's similar. Yeah, so working on that kind of stuff, just also getting into, like, some crazy positions, and just being like, ta-da! Like, <laughs> um, is it, is, a do you, do you have an outfit? Like, is it, like, I want to compare it to Blades of Glory. Like, is it anything, like, you guys wear, like, crazy outfits and, like... Some people wear some seriously crazy outfits. Yeah. Um, the Australians are known for putting on crazy shows where, like, there's, like, six or seven costume changes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, they're, like, bedazzled and sparkly like and layers. layers. And, like, oh, some people get super crazy about it. Yeah. Um, I am not a bedazzled type You person. seem to be Johnny Cash, like, all black. Yeah. Seat, I, um, for the two competitions that I was, I had costumes or outfits made for me, basically. Um, the first one was, like, a silver and black, just shorts and a top. Yeah. Um, so for this type of pole, you basically need skin contact. Yeah. In order to stick. So a lot of it's usually in... It looks like wear just underwear. Yeah. Um, the thing that's funny, too, is that there's another thing that people get all up and up about, but if you watch, say, volleyball yeah. on the Olympics, yeah. those girls are wearing less clothing than I am. Yeah, true. So it's... <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous that, like, that's a totally normal <laughs> and loud, and yet people have issues with pole outfits. Yeah. But um, when I'm teaching and when I'm doing stuff, I... I mean, I wear black, so I have black shorts. I usually wear a black sports bra and then a tank top. Yeah. And then if I have to do something harder, I might roll up my tank top so I have, like, stomach skin exposed to stick on and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you ever, like, rip your skin? Oh, yeah. Dude, they get oh, yeah. micro bruises all the way up her head. I have a little lump there. That's from that. That's from that. What's that right there? Do you like the tank <laughs> trick of my toe that's missing? Is that just a band-aid? Yeah. yeah. Cut yourself? Yeah. Yeah, that's another. They're a uh, fancy band-aid, I suppose. Oh, okay. Um, it's yeah, like my feet are totally ripped up. Do you have a Do you have a pole tattoo? Because I know she have like these <laughs> tattoos. Do you have like a? I don't pole? have a pole tattoo. Um, all my tattoos, I have my socks. Yeah, I know. Everything else is stars. Skateboarding right now, there's a trend where like you wear shorts and you pull your socks up. Like I guess it's always been like that, but now it's kind of like <laughs> got Khalifa. bigger. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa made it. Real popular. Might have to do that, dude. I might have to just steal your shit and tattoo some lines and then I'll do it. I actually, there was a BMXer from way back in the day. I can't remember his name, but he had the two bands on his forearm. Yeah. Um, Like sweatpants? I don't don't know what they were for him, but I thought it was kind of cool looking. Yeah. Um, He's a a professional BMX kid from like probably 15 years ago. I would say, like, I don't know, I don't even know what his name is, I just remember seeing, like, some videos, and, like, yeah, I thought it was... Ben Hoffman's the only... I thought it was really cool, because it was just these two bands on this forearm, yeah. and, uh, these were the second tattoos that I got, and the first ones were just, uh, nautical stars on my calves, Yeah. so I was just, like, I, on my legs at that point, I was like, oh, do the bands on my legs, and then, as we were doing them, everybody was making fun of me for getting socks, oh, really? and I was like, that's awesome! It is and awesome! I like, I like socks! You should just, like, just do a black 
<laughs> so you make it look like the socks. And it goes right, my Converse throwback stars. Oh, there you go. Wonder Woman bracelet. You need a swoosh on the side. Yeah, the Wonder <laughs> I was going to ask you about <laughs> Star. Is Star, like, your It's my middle name. Oh, it is your name. Um, Samantha Star is my first and middle name. I'm just kind of trying to drop my last. Not that I don't like it. It's just... What's your last name? Cuomo. Cuomo. Okay. Um, but just as far as, like, branding purposes... Samantha like, Star. Samantha Star is an awesome name. And you got the tats. Um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of funny, too, to, like, what people... Like, so a lot of people are starting to think that my last name is Star. Because, like, that's just kind of what I write. But uh, it's funny because some people call me Sam. Some people call me Star. Yeah. Like, back and forth through different things. Um, but the, the tattoos kind of help for name tags. Yeah. And that also, I think, helps a lot for just, like, people recognizing me. Absolutely. And, like, having it be that little bit different. Um, I could see you on a Wheaties box. Samantha Starr and the Olympics on the Wheaties box doing some shit. <laughs> that would be sick, dude. I'd back it. For oh, a yeah. giant spoon. Yeah. Is there um, signature gear for pole? That's what I'm wondering. Like, is there pros that have, like, in skateboarding, you have a professional deck? Well, you're not a sponsor, but your sponsors provide you with what well, you need, you know? So is there a pole? pole, for example. Is that a Samantha Star pole? No, this is an X pole. Okay, yeah. Um, they actually gave it to me, oh, which yeah. is awesome. Um, That's really cool. Hopefully, maybe one day if I'm a big enough deal, they'll sponsor me. Yeah, good luck. Pick uh, it up. For for right now, they sent me a pole, which is awesome. That's um, really cool. So these are expensive, oh, correct? Yeah. I'm assuming it's a company, X pole. X pole is I, one of the companies. I think I tagged them or Tara did last night, and they liked the photo of the right. So, but uh, these are expensive, correct? Yeah. Um, they range again depending on the height and what finish you get on them. Like, What's it could be anywhere one? between, like, two and four hundred bucks. Yeah. What do you mean finish? Like, this is, like, the chrome finish, but there's lots of brass and gold. Uh, and, like, you could get a bunch of different whatever. Do they all spin? Because my girls don't no. spin. Not all. This one does. This one, um, there's a lock at the bottom, so you just kind of crank, crank it open and it releases. The pole itself spins, spin. yeah. Um, some of them are just stationary. Yeah. Um, but I like having the option to do both. It's probably more expensive for the spin. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then there's a couple other brands of pole that studios use and different people use as well. Yeah. Um, at the studio, we have platinum stages. We use their poles. And then um, X-Pole, I think, is probably one of the bigger ones yeah. right now. Um, and this is cool, too, because it's uh, tension. So you don't have to screw anything into the ceiling or the floor. Oh, yeah, that's how ours was. Yeah, so basically, like, you... You use tension to put it up and in. So that's kind of nice, too, because you can have them at home and you don't have to worry about ruining anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ours is screwed in. Because we had something different. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. But, um, but yeah. it did, it, um, it, um, it was tension on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it screws and fills. So, I mean, I like X-Pool a lot. Um, and then this diameter is a 45. There's 50s, which are a little bit fatter, and then 38s, which are a little bit smaller And as what's well. the advantages? There's... Preference? Um, well, I like the 45 just because I can get a good hand grip around. Is yeah, that the so, standard? Uh, unfortunately, there is no standard. I feel like 45s are starting to be the go-to, but um, like 50s are a little bit fatter, so it's harder to get your hand all the way around, so it hurts your forearm a lot more if you're doing yeah. really arm-dominant stuff. But then if you don't have the full grip, you're just... If you're doing leg hangs and laybacks with your leg stuff, a 50 might be a little bit easier. And then, like, the four, the 38s are so tiny that, like, again, it's more, if you can do a lot of arm stuff, it's kind of cool. Oh, uh, okay. Um, about, I, I like the 45s. What about competition? Do they have a set standard? No. For, no? Unfortunately. That's great. Um, the two competitions I did, one was on the 45s, and the other was on, uh, sorry, the other one was on 50s. Do you have um, to adjust your routine if it's, like... A little bit. Do you I, tell um, you beforehand? Like yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they definitely, so they definitely inform you. Um, so that way you have, like, a chance to, yeah. to feel the difference. Yeah, because that would suck if you did all hands and then you went into thick pole and you're like, shit. I mean, you can still do it. It's just a, you have to grip a little bit harder. It, you have to work harder yeah. for it. It's yeah. kind of like if you used to a regular skate deck and then you get something that's, like, too... It would like fucking A little bit heavier. Or that's that's like that. what I'm saying, because in oh, skating, yeah. if I had a 775 and then they're like, here's an 825, go do a contest, I'd be like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to flip this the same way. The yeah. balance is off. Like, everything is screwed up. Yeah. For... Um, APFA, they did them on 50s, and for six weeks before that competition, I tried to not touch a 45 at all, oh, right. and just work on the 50s, so that way I could kind of get used, get used to it. it yeah. And it was funny, too, because when I stopped, it, it made me stronger. Yeah. I think, because when I went back to going on 45s, I was like, that's shit, you can get a proper grip, you're like, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of different types of, of poles, and then, um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different, uh, clothing sponsors, too. Yeah. Um, that do, like, a lot of places do, like, hot yoga and stuff, too, so that they're already doing shorts and sports bras. Yeah. But, um, there's a couple companies, uh, Mika, they're, uh, primarily a yoga thing, but they're, they're breaking into the whole, whole, yeah, yeah, whole world, so it's, like, shorts and sports bras and stuff like that, and then there's, there's so many different well, they might have to watch out. I might have to swoop in on this with all I need. Surprise! Dude, seriously. If you can, because it's just uh, it's just underwear and like not underwear, but uh, what are they called? Shorts. Shorts. Like yeah, like board shorts. Yeah, and then just tops, right? Like uh, some all Yep. I can get the connect. Start yeah, doing that easily. It. What do you got? Yeah. Dance is there so? Is there any professional endorsed products? Like, do you, is there? Any out there like oh, Samantha yeah. Store, I mean, like hand powder, or like anyone oh, else out there that has, that a has like their own? Yeah, that has like their own pole or their own um, accessory that's named after them that they get royalties off of. Like, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there is, but I just I don't know of anything really off the like straight off the bat. Yeah. It's usually kind of more like Expo has a team that they sponsor. Yeah, or not like a team team, but like they have people that are Expo girls. Yeah. That go around and do things and always plug Expo and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, the same as dry hands or dew point or any of the tacks and products that we use. You need to, like, um, and talk to like, them and get, like, a signature, like, hand dryer. Like, something that you like that you're, like, this is my specific specific yeah. fr- formula well, that works the, good. Some of the bigger name people have, like, their own clothing stuff, too. Like, yeah. here's, like, my T-shirts. My line. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever, and stuff like that, That's for cool. sure. That's awesome. Um, well, people also make, like, a lot of DVDs, like, in uh, instructional oh, stuff and things like that. It's too. harder nowadays to sell the DVDs. Uh, it's a tough sell yeah. with the internet. So no, for sure. But uh, with YouTube, you can get tons of videos on and you know monetize it and make some money off of it that way if you get enough views. Or, oh yeah. Are there message boards out there for polls oh, and yeah. all that stuff? There's yeah. tons of stuff. That's awesome. It's funny. Like I know nothing about it. There's nothing. a lot of um. There's a couple poll. Uh, there's one called pollandaerial.com. Yeah. And there's online lessons, and you pay, like, a monthly subscription to sign up for it. Oh, and then you um, just do it Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a really good one, pullinaerial.com, and also uh, Studio Vina okay. is another one. So, like, there's a couple that are online. There are also, like, forums and tutorial videos and things like that where, like, you might get a couple for free, and if you sign up for the membership, you get the rest of them and is, things like that. Is there any, uh, any beef in poll? Oh, yeah. 
Like people who are that competitive and get, I mean, even in skating, there's I mean, like it's, it's generally people are supportive and nice to each other, but yeah, it's any industry, especially, you know what I mean? There's going to be it's drama. Definitely, I mean, even between studios in the same cities, like there's that, my studio's been a beer studio or blah, 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 like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff like that that happens. Um, but in general, I think from what I've found so far, the whole world is really supportive of each other. That's right. Which is, I mean, granted, there's a little bit of whatever, but for the most part, everybody is encouraging, really helpful, or at least that's what i found so far. I'm going to sound sexist, but I'm going to risk sounding that way because I've noticed that a lot of women don't get along. But in the poll, from what I've noticed from what my girl says, and from the videos... Everyone's like supportive and hyped on each other, and like I've never seen that anywhere else. Maybe I don't hang around with enough women that are positive and like support each other. But growing well, up, something all the women always fought with each other. I never understood. I mean, that. and again, there's a little bit of cattiness every once in a while here and there. But I think that most people that do pull have experienced cattiness in other areas and don't want it. That's why they. And that's why it. they do an alternative. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those like. Yeah. This community is supportive, and that's part of the fun. And people that aren't into that don't usually stick around for very long because if well, you're going to be an asshole, then nobody wants to talk to you. Yeah, I can skating. Well, what it used to be in skating was like skating was for the misfits, for people that were yeah. kind of out there. And weird, and it like, a little bit like that, that's but it, it is starting to mainstream and accepted. People do it all the time. It's okay. Yeah, because I feel like it, that's what it would be. It seems very similar. It's so similar. Because skating back then was like. Dude, we don't want to do sports. We don't want to do football. Yeah. We don't need a coach. Like, we just want to go. So everyone skated, and then now it's turning definitely into more, like, yeah. mainstream. But so do you think Paul, did Paul have similar roots? Because I feel like Paul yeah, is kind of, like, probably, I would like to meet the first person that was, like, did Paul outside of, like, the strip club stuff and, like, took it as, like, more of an art passion. Like, do you know, some, do you have founders, like, people that started well, the first Well, there's people that have more, like, started making it more mainstream, I guess, and not... The funny thing is that most strippers can't pull dance. Yeah, they so the fact that pretend, people right? always associate it with that is kind of retarded. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, and most people that pull dance have never stripped yeah. and have no desire to and it has nothing to do with that. It seems night and day. It's when you see what you do and then you watch that, it's night and day. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a thing more about even just empowerment and being confident and excited about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... I think YouTube had a lot, and just the internet in general had a lot to do with getting it to a mainstream audience. Yeah. Because I think that there were some people doing it for fitness. I mean, I lived in Scotland. Wow. Sick. Twelve years ago, ten years ago, twelve years ago, and uh, people were starting to teach fitness, pole fitness, then. Oh wow. There, and I had a friend that did it, and I, I like took her level one class. I got a certificate. I wish I still had it because that would be hilarious. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, I'll take your class. Ha ha, like, whatever. And it, like, never occurred to me that that, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, yeah, it's like, and now it's so much bigger. And that was 10 years ago. I just learned about it, like, just six months ago. <laughs> never even thought of it as, like, something outside of the strip club. I never even thought that people... That's, I mean, that's part of the issue is that most people just don't yeah. know about it. Yeah, and it needs to be more, uh... Someone out there, like you need to tell me. Well, it's starting to become a little bit more mainstream, and people are going on um, America's Got Talent. Stephen Rutchless. Oh, really? Um, I don't watch that shit. Is I don't either, but I I watched his performance. He's uh, one of the instructors at Body and Pole in New York, and he competes on uh, all over the world and travels all over the world and. 
he was on America's Got Talent. And I think there's been a couple other pole dancers on America's How Got Talent did? as well. Um, I, th- I don't know. I think he got to a couple rounds, but then I don't think he made it to like the finals or anything. But um, like still getting it out there. And it's been on other, not America's Got Talent, but like Britain's Got Talent or France has Got Talent or whatever. Like, there's a lot of other countries that have people that are starting to become bigger at it and trying to get it more into a mainstream and be like, hey, look at what we can do. Yeah, yeah. It's very <laughs> you want to try this stuff? I don't know. It's hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely hard. That, that really is my favorite thing, though, when, like, people come in for their first class and they're all kind of, like, I don't know, like, have, like, some idea about what it's going to be like and, like, people always, like, a lot of, like, people make comments and, like, whatever and then they do it and I'm like, yeah, so it's hard. Like, everybody pretty much is like, that was yeah, we get that a lot really in skating. Hard. I'll have people like in their, you know, mid thirties to forties, and they're like, "Yeah, I used to skate back in the day, tried board, and then they bust their ass, and you're like, yeah. "Saw that coming a mile away." Yeah. Like, maybe you should fucking practice. Yeah, try yeah. to ride. It's always one of those things too, and not to sound like an asshole about it, but fucking I really asshole. like kind of schooling people sometimes. Yeah. yeah, like when people come come in and like have this cocky attitude, and like, "Oh, I can do this stuff." Well, and then you know, I'm sure it's the same I'm thing as, like, when some new person comes into, like, your little skate park or ramp and is like, oh, I can do this move, look at me. Yeah. And they don't even do it right. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, why don't you try doing this, this, and this, and then get back to me on yeah. it. And they're always, like, they look at you and they're like, thank you. Like, you know what, and that's something that I really, really appreciate, too, and I, I wish that, and what, why I go down to New York to take classes is so people can do that to me. Yeah. Like, I want somebody, not... Not that it's not great to have people, and I'm sure you guys get this, who that was awesome, good job. Yeah, like, that doesn't that actually help me improve in any way. Yeah. Like, great, my ego's boosted a little bit. Right? Yeah. Whatever. And not that I don't appreciate it. It's just I also need somebody to yell at me and tell me to point my toes and do it this way or try it this way or make it harder. And I mean, anytime you hang out with anyone that's on your level yeah. or above, it's just going to help you. To do you. More. It's going to, yeah, it's going to give you uh, more drive to oh, yeah. just keep up. Not not because you're competing with them, but just because you realize you can do more than you can. You can yeah. That it's more well, that's the other thing too, is that I'm never going to be good enough. Like yeah. there's always oh, yeah. something more I can do. Like I can get stronger. I can be more flexible. I can do a different transition. I can be, you know what I mean? Like it's another one of those things too that like if you get to a point and you think you're awesome, you're not. Yeah, that's like the, it's always more. One of the main reasons I fell in love with skateboarding was that there's no end game. It's yeah. not a video game. You don't just finish it and go, oh, that's done. It's not a sport where you don't have a coach and you can't win the championship. It's like, but even if you do endless. win one thing. It's still it's done. It's over. What it's is a personal, like, And then you have to do more. Yeah, it's a personal journey because there's endless possibilities. So you just can push yourself to the to the end. Basically, there's really no end, but you can just keep going. So yeah, I, I love skating. And pole's so similar. It's crazy. And if I was strong enough, I might give it a go. But I don't think I could get on that thing. Sorry, I applaud you, Ramsey. Do it I was actually proud of myself with like the knee. You did pretty good. I really didn't even expect. I didn't think I was gonna be able to get up there like that. I mean, even though it was one pull. Well, yeah, and the thing too is that, like, and I try to tell this to all my new students: the first time you do it, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be really difficult, and you probably won't get it on your first try. Yeah. And the second time you do it, it'll be a lot easier because now your body and your brain are starting to connect as one, and it starts kind of making sense. And as you continue, it gets easier. It's like skating too, because yeah. then you start and you're like, I want to ollie, and then you realize you can't just ollie. It's going to take a yep. few days to like get the the muscle memory, get the flexibility. Once you learn to ollie, then you're like, okay, you get excited, then you're like, oh, okay, I can learn a kickflip or one eighty, yep. and then it starts to open up. But it takes 
it takes work. If people think the same with skating. They get their skateboard, yeah. I'm going to be great at it, and then they go, and they don't have no fun. Like, oh. And granted, every once in a while, you'll end up with somebody who just picks it up. Oh, yeah. Right. I hate those people. They yep. suck. But you kind of love it at the same time. Yeah. Because it's like, it's always, I always have a lot of fun with people like that, because my thought, like, try this. Ooh, try that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get you to do lots of things. I, my girl, uh, Tara, seemed to get pr- pretty good, pretty fast from what I, I don't know, really, but, like, one day I saw her oh, yeah. she was doing that and the next day she was like doing all this shit and like being all crazy and passionate about it and I was like what the fuck is she yeah, no, she, she definitely was picking it up pretty yeah, good she like loves it though it's but that's the other thing too that I love about it's fucking addictive yeah like really really addictive we're buying a fucking twenty three hundred dollar fucking insert for our big room so she can pull right now cause the fucking it's we are how tall is it you know what I mean oh no I, well, we're buying the insert for the fireplace what do you mean? Because uh, that room is not insulated, so uh, it's freezing in there. So we basically like wood stove. Yeah, yeah, wood stove, basically. Yeah, so because she can't do it in the winter. It's yeah. like Because it takes so long to heat the room up. So now we just spent, like, over two grand so she could do our poll. But, I mean, on site, because we do our podcast in there, too. So we won't be in there going, today's guest is star. Fuck, we're going to die. And but, God, I don't know last time. Yeah. But she loves poles so much. She's oh, yeah. like, there's a lot of people that are starting to like have home studios, and, like put poles up in their kitchens. If yeah. They don't have space for other things. Like Just I know like plenty of people pole. that like, <laughs> like have taken out furniture because they wanted to pull. What about do they make like a? Like you said, that's just uh, like you just tighten it to the walls. Do they have like removable? There's permanent ones too. But do they, do they oh, have yeah. it so you can just get rid of it real quick and then just bring it back out? I mean, technically, it? I can take this one down. Oh, really? It it's, just takes like five minutes. That one's not screwed in. No, or is it? no. So basically, the bottom has uh, threads, and you would just untwist it until it was loose enough to pop down. Uh, um, there are some. I know there's a prototype that Expo has. It's like a stowaway pole. That like attaches to the ceiling, you like flip it up and down. Wow. I don't know if it's out in production yet, no but um, like these ones can come down. But there's also permanent fixtures that are bolted to the floor and ceiling. Yeah. Um, and depending on like if you have a studio that you want to keep them up all the time, then it's fine. If not, like some studios uh, will take poles down and back up too. Are there um, any tricks named after people? Oh yeah, tons yeah. of them. It's like like a Susky grind. Like we have it in skating. The um, shit. Allegra is like the one that comes to mind. This check Allegra. Yeah. Uh, came up with like some weird twisty bendy move, and now it's like a standard. Is it a hard move? Um, yeah, it's a little bit difficult. I was gonna ask you to show it. But, <laughs> you know, warmed up. That one, yeah. I'm not so professional. Okay. <laughs> um, because it's a side back twist. Are you? Have you ever thought of getting one after you? Do you have something that you think could be? I haven't. I have. Star spin. Here's the problem Star that I spin. have. Is that, and I'm sure this comes across in, in skating too. Is that like you think you make up a move and you definitely it's nothing's new or original. Yeah, nothing new. And Unfortunately, new like sure. granted, maybe the three moves and the way that I'm putting them together is different. Yeah. But in my yeah. mind. And granted, like, the Allegra move, like, she's the first one that made it big. But I'm sure somebody else People did it somewhere. Yeah. They just didn't get the recognition for it. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, there might be a move that ends up happening after me if, like, I keep doing really crazy stuff that nobody else can yeah. do when I make it big. But I'm, in the Midwest competition, there's actually, you can score two extra points if you create a new move. Oh, and I'm, I, I'm sure there was a transition that I did that was different, but I'm not that egotistical to think that I'm going to make up something new and creative. Yeah, the name's going to come from someone Yeah, like, I mean, it's, right. it's happened already somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, Is but, that something that you excel at, 
that you feel you excel at with the pole? Like, what's your bread and butter? Like, what's something that well, you're proud of that you excel? A lot of people call me a beast, okay. just because <laughs> it's like skating. Um, <laughs> tiny and super strong. Uh, cool. So, and the fact that I pick stuff up pretty easily, I think too. Um, I do a lot of power moves and endurance. Like I'm a trickster. Okay. I guess. Like versus some people do more like again, like the dancey elements, like I'll be on the pole and just go, 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 and like I won't stop. I'm trying um, to compare her to a skater. <laughs> cardio. She's cardio. Go, 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 power moves, nonstop. <laughs> it's fucking cardio. That's a compliment. Alright. He kills That's, it. That is a huge compliment. Thanks. <laughs> All hell cardio. Yeah. All hell cardio. They made a song about motherfucker. Nice. He's another skateboarder that's phenomenal, but then he got into a really bad accident. Uh, he fell out of, like, a truck or something. No, he was, he was running up. Uh, like, to, his friends were in the van ahead of him, and he was, like, trying to get their attention. They didn't know, and there was a trailer, and they ran him over, and they broke his back and stuff like they that. They said he could never walk again, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. he's up and walking and skating, but he, he's not, he's riding bikes as well. Like, yeah. not, yeah. not, he's he's still, like, he still, like, doesn't have muscles in his yeah. leg. Like, he can't. It seems to be a couple problems. Yeah, exactly. But he, he definitely is a... So it's a huge compliment. Nice. And that was, like, in his prime. Like, his prime of skating, like, he's... He's great. He's yeah, he wasn't done, even close to done when it happened, so it sucks that, that he got taken out like that, but... Well, I think part of, like, the reason I got Athlete of the Year in the last competition that I did was because of how much stamina, I guess, it takes. Oh, okay, yeah. Because the routine that I did is just packed full of so many crazy moves... Yeah. That most people couldn't pull off the routine, but you had the endurance. But it's like strength, having the yeah. endurance and the strength to do it. Um, but in the same expect, like extent of it, it also is a hindrance almost because I do so many crazy tricks. People don't appreciate the level of difficulty. Yeah, and it gets water comprehend it before I'm on to the next six moves. It's like day. She's like day one. So that is something that I'm starting to work on a little bit more. Is maybe not throwing in as many tricks as I possibly can and trying to hold elements for longer, so that way, and this is going to sound insane, but it's like if you're doing a routine, if people don't have time to think about it, see what you're doing, and applaud, it's like it never happened. It's just like skating. So it's it's that, like, I need to do an awesome trick and then not do anything as crazy for a little while, so that way people can appreciate yeah. how difficult You have to kind of, like, build it up to yeah. that and then take it back down yeah. and build it back up. It's the same with skating because there's dudes like Day One Song and, like, super technical skaters that do a lot of, like, crazy technical moves, after a while, they kind of lose their luster because yeah. they're also... They may be... One may be way harder than the other, but to you, just visually, they all kind of look the same, yep. so you don't know. And you that. also, if there's too many tricks, you don't remember what the first half of yeah. the routine looked like. Oh, yeah, like... Yeah, because then you day one song, will do, like, half-cab, heel flip, manual, shove it, kick whip out, and then he'll do the same thing, but add another 180, but you won't even notice it because they're just like... This I think is I just so saw many that. things. Yeah, no, that's yeah. kind of what I've come across, and I... I love doing crazy powers. Like, I want to do shit that people can't do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I need to bring it back a couple notches for com- for competitive, like, for the competitions. Just for your routines. Uh, it needs to be, like, have that second for people's brains to catch up with what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, like, appreciate it, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to give it all away, you know? You don't want to give it all, you want to save some for the end. <laughs> I've learned that, too. Um, how we usually do this, uh, we wrap it up, is I say my Instagram handle and my um, Facebook and all that stuff. Do, if people want to reach you, do you have Facebook, Instagram, all, right. all that stuff? you want to just tell them where they um, All right, let's start YouTube. 
Samantha Stark Colfit. And check it out because that shit is awesome. I looked at her page and it's like some mind blowing shit. Even if you're not into wanting to do pole or any of that stuff, if you just want to see some cool shit, it's crazy. We we watched a bunch of them. We're like, this is really like I applaud you and I get full credit. Like, okay, so YouTube, (laughs) Uh, Facebook. I have a fan page which is just Samantha Stark. Okay, it's like an athlete page. I got one too. Um, And then my regular Facebook. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as Lithium Kit. Want to spell that out? So. L I T H I U M K I T T E N. Yeah. And you have uh, any poll photos up on your Instagram, or is it just all oh, yeah. baby bugs? It's. I mean, it's cats, food, and poll. Sick. That's and your life. Stretching. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I have like an- animals, food, and poll. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and you can reach me at uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Anthony Shetler. They're all the same. Um, and Ramsey? Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. And Feed. You can get me on Feed now, too. I know is Feed up and running again? I don't... I, it's been up and running the whole time, but they stopped taking on new subscribers so they could figure out, like, how to juggle their success. But I think they are taking on more subscribers now. I'm not positive. Do you know about Feed? Nope. You should check it out because it's basically like Instagram. It's everything tied into one. Facebook, you can post videos. Oh, and then it like links to everything if you want it to. Yeah, it's just like Instagram, but you can scroll through and there'll be videos, there'll be okay. like voice recordings, and you just like it's set up just like it's Instagram. Like all the good stuff jammed into one. Nice. And yeah. I have dislike buttons. Yeah. Ooh. So, so it's, can hate it's pretty cool, yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, okay, where, where can they find oh, you? I yeah. am Instagram, Ramsey33, Stephen Ramsey Jr. on Facebook. Steven Ramsey 33 on Twitter. Yeah. And that's it. No feed for me. I got a dry. Dry. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you if there was anything that you felt that we didn't touch on that you wanted to touch on or anything that... Nothing I can think about. Is there anyone you want to thank or just say hi to as far as family or people in the pole industry or anyone who got you going or anything like that? I don't know how it is. Like, in skating, I always think, like, people I looked up to and, like, Stuff like that, but I don't know. Anyone you want to thank, Mom? <laughs> she comes to competitions. <laughs> thank, thanks, Mom. There you go. Um, I don't even know. There's just, I mean, there's so many people that I'm inspired by yeah. that are amazing, and then just also all of my peers, yeah. like the people that I'm traveling to take pole classes with, yeah. or people I'm competing against, because all of those people are making me be better. Yeah, because if they're pushing themselves, they're pushing me somehow too. Because if everybody's, you know what I mean, it's that whole. Absolutely, absolutely. You're all in the same, yeah. same same boat. You're all pushing for the same direction. So it's cool. So cool. it's all about, I mean, being able to teach at a studio, Boston Pole Fitness, and like it's my instructors cool. and everything, and even my students, because they push me to be better. Oh yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. You're awesome, yes. and you're very interesting. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And uh, hell of a handshake because of the pole. Oh, yeah. I got, a, I got a grip. And, that was uh, a 50 inch grip right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I appreciate it. You definitely watch your uh, pole stuff online, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you around the Wheaties box. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm trying. And this is with this podcast, I have skateboarders from all over the world, but not just skateboarders because it's on iTunes and um, through Podomatic, the, white, the website I host my shit on. It's worldwide, and it's not just skateboarders. Nice. Like, average people just want well, to learn about. I'll definitely that. be posting the Lakewoods that's up and live. Please, and I feel like we have a we have a huge following. Like it's really cool. Like Twitter's blowing up, my Facebook, all the stuff is just going crazy right now. So I hope this helps people learn more about pole and 
just embrace it a little more. And, and pretty much everybody, try, go take a class. Definitely try. Yeah. Go it's, it's take than you a class, think. find a local studio, it's hilarious. And Sweat fun. bullets. <laughs> and skaters out there, give it a go. <laughs> you, want, you want a cross training. There you There's go. Some good it's like a secret, like football players take ballet. Yep, there you go. Maybe skateboarders, skateboarders, skateboarders take some bullets. Things. There you go. Damn. Maybe we, maybe I like we just unlocked a little symbiotic world going on. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, also, I wanted to say out there, um, if you subscribe to the podcast, we love you. Thank you so much for paying attention to what we have to say because we're just average people. So it's kind of cool that you guys are interested and that you're enjoying the podcast. If you could, please, um, on iTunes, just leave a rate us. Rate. There's a rating thing where you can give us like four or five stars or leave a comment, please. That'd be awesome. Um, all the feedback we can get, like the more feedback, the better. It helps helps us make the podcast even even better. So definitely let us know what you think of everything, and if you have any suggestions about who we should have on or whatnot, it all helps. You know, um, yeah. So thank you, we love you. Thank you, Star Ramsey. Anything you want to say? You're up. Well, I'm up. Over and out. Ramsey out. You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. Cold. <laughs> cool. All right. Peace, guys. Later.